Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for making this podcast a part of your day, a part of your week, a part of your life. I want you to know that I appreciate that you're a listener and that you're paying attention to what we're doing over here and that you're receiving the message, right? I mean, I get a lot of stuff from you guys every week, but really, like in a very inspiring way, get these messages from people who are just producing phenomenal results with doing the work the way that I'm laying it out for you, right? As usual, by the way, if you are already a subscriber, awesome. If you're not, please subscribe. Click that little subscribe box there. You would be doing me and the nation a great favor if you would rate and review the show where you get your podcast from. Write and review the show because that does wonders for the show, okay? It pushes us up in the algorithms and all that other fucking shit. If you could subscribe, rate, and review, it would be most appreciated. All right, so let's get to this week's subject, which uh, I've been stewing in for the last day or two. And, you know, I've often, like what I'm doing gets compared to what other people are doing or what I'm saying gets compared to what other people are saying. And it made me think like, well, what is it that we're actually doing here that's different? Because mostly where this gets kind of categorized, if you like, is in the domain of motivation, like being motivated. And as I like to say, you might get motivated listen to what I'm saying. But that's actually not what we're doing. So what are we fucking doing then, Gary? I'm going to tell you. What we're doing here is insight. What we're doing is shifting context and paradigms. Insight and shifting context and locating yourself in a different paradigm often motivates people. But we're not motivating. It's not the point. If you get motivated, good. If you don't, it's also fine. I'm more interested in, did you get an insight? Did you see something that you'd never seen before that opens that thing up for you in a new way? And it opens it up in such a way that you actually see different actions for you to take, different things for you to do, different ways for you to react or respond to the normal, everyday, humdrum bullshit of your life. Insight, my friends, is fucking kink. Insight is king. Now, 
I think where a lot of people fall down is they really believe you need to hear something new to get insight. And sometimes that's the case, by the way. Sometimes new stuff really does like fucking pop your brain. Okay, you're like, oh my gosh, never thought about it that way before, okay? Which is good, right? I mean, and I endeavor to give you that as much as possible, to give you a new angle or a new take on certain things. But also, just as importantly, is for you to think in a new way about things you already know. And how do I do that? Well, a lot of the times you have to really engage in this fucking thing called thinking. You actually need to stop yourself at the kind of automatic response that you have to things. So one that came up for me a while back was the subject of expectations. I think everybody knows about fucking expectations, right? I mean, there's nothing about that that's new. I mean, you know, we all know we've got expectations. Well, where does the thinking come in? The thinking comes in when you start to ask yourself, what the fuck are mine? What are my expectations? If you're in a committed relationship of one kind or another right now, what are your expectations? How is this supposed to go? And again, don't just kind of frivolously or flippantly fucking answer that question. Think about it. What were you expecting? What are you expecting? How much are you fucked up by the difference between what you were expecting and what you're getting? Or how it is? But take it out from there. Don't just get fucking stuck in relationships. Think about your body. What way is it supposed to be? What way is it? Think about your mom or your dad or your family or your boss or your career, your finances, your passions, your experience of yourself. How is it supposed to be? Like, look in your mind's eye. Pick any one of them. Just stop for a moment and ask yourself, yeah, what do I have in mind for this? And often when you hear that phrase, like, what do I have in mind? It's usually like what you have in mind for it in the future. No, what's in your mind about this? What's currently swirling around in your mind about this thing? What's the picture you have there? So everything that I'm giving you here is a method, if you like, for you to start thinking about things you already know. Because when you start to think about things you already know, you get insight. Insight is the beginning of change. Insight, that's all you need. You just need some insight. And often when people come to me, they say, Gary, give me advice, right? Which I don't do advice, as you well fucking know. But I might give you some insight. I might point you in a direction where you're like, oh shit, there's new thinking there to be had for me. Insight, new thinking, new possibility, new actions, new result, new life. Follow it down the fucking pathway. So in other words, the beginnings of life change for you may well be in exposing yourself to new insight, opening yourself up to the new, being someone who can go beyond what you think you already know about something. Because out there in the unknown, like, oh, I never thought about it that way. And the unknown of that 
you're in a different world. You're relating to old things in new ways. When you see old things in new ways, what it makes available right there, right fucking there in the moment, are new actions. When you see old things in new ways, what it makes available right there, right in the moment, are new actions. Now, as you and I fucking both know, life actually changes only in the paradigm of action. You must do differently than you did before, which can work backwards. Because if you do differently than you did before, sometimes that opens up new thinking for you. Like, oh, I actually can do this. I didn't think I could. That's new thinking, right? So this is kind of a way for you to not only read the books and listen to podcasts and, or listen to the books if you're into the audiobooks, but even to do the fucking courses, right? The way to engage with them, particularly when you're coming up against things that you feel as if you already know this thing, is to question what you know, is to go beyond what you know, right? Because we're just all too fucking dismissive. Like, you know, sometimes people will read Unfuck Yourself and they'll say, oh, it's a really good book. I mean, there's parts of it I really agree with. And you miss the whole fucking point. The whole point is to go beyond what you agree with and to dive into what you disagree with. So ultimately, what you were left with was just this kind of embellishment of what you already knew. You didn't go in search of new thinking. And that's why sometimes, you know, like I'll, I'll sit with a phrase. I'll sit with something, right? Like, for instance, I'll give you a little example of, of my thinking, right? Like the way I think. I saw this statement online and it said, you don't always get the love you deserve. You don't always get the love you deserve. And I bet there's a fucking bunch of you right now going, mm-hmm, that's right, yeah, that's right. But you haven't really given any thinking to the statement. That statement, if you embrace it, puts you somewhere. You don't always get the love you deserve. I mean, it seems pretty reasonable. And by the way, statements like that sell a lot of fucking books. You won't find me making statements like that, but that sells a lot of books. People are into that. I mean, they've even got it on, you know, like some fucking etching on their wall in their living room somewhere next to their fucking love, laugh, live poster. You don't always get the love you deserve. I mean, it does seem pretty fucking reasonable. Except now. Because like I said, that statement, you embrace that statement and let that sit with you for a while. It leaves you with something. The statement alone seems like somebody's empathizing with you, maybe even being compassionate which I feel as if a lot of stuff in this genre does. It empathizes with you, which is okay. I'm not against fucking a little bit of empathy, compassion. Like, I'm all about that shit. You know that. But where does it leave you? Well, I'll tell you. It leaves you desperate. It leaves you wanting. It leaves you in a space of victim. It leaves you in a space of being done unto. It leaves you with some weight and burden. It actually doesn't get you out of whatever shitstorm you're in. It actually sinks you a little deeper into it. A little deeper in you go. But again, on the surface of it, when you saw that fucking thing on Instagram, you're like, oh, that really, that, that, that connects with me. That right there. Oh, 
Let me fucking get a like on in that. In fact, you know what? Open up that little fucking bubble. I'm giving this fucking three fires, not two. I usually only do two fires. There's three fires. You don't always get the love you deserve. I'm going into work. I'm going to, I'm going to speak to Jen. She knows exactly what this is. Waiting. Wanting. Blah, 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 blah. That's what thinking does. When you question yourself, you question what you're reading and where does it put you? I'm amazed the amount of fucking people, by the way, that come to me and say, I think you're victim shaming. Or I think you're blaming the people that this was done to. And blah, blah, blah. Like, seriously, do you fucking think I would devote my life to empowering others while out the side of my mouth poking a stick at the people who've been fucked over? Like, I mean, just throw some fucking logic at it and question your own thinking. Well, I think there's a better way you could do it or say it. What? So that your thinking stays intact? I'm here to actually fucking question your thinking. I'm here to question the way that your logic gets applied to the world. Because the reality is, all breakthroughs, all new breakthroughs in your life begin with that sort of stuff. Where you actually start to question your reality. What's my reality? My thoughts, the way they're constructed, the way that I approach certain things. I'm already in a fucking glass house. I don't see it, but I'm in it. I just experience its constraint, if that makes sense. So new thinking is often a product of questioning. Most people think new thinking is a product of learning new things. No, it's often a product of understanding things you already know in a new way. So. When people are looking for a breakthrough, I often say to them, which book have you read? Go back and read it again from where you are right now. You'll see something else. Oh, no, no, I really got a lot of that book, but it's a different thing I'm doing. Go back and read the fucking book. Go through it and think. And as you make your way through it, allow yourself to question. By the way, what I'm giving you all here is the ability to develop yourself. You don't need to fucking keep coming drinking at the well for me. I mean, I'm happy. Come on but I'm actually empowering you to think for yourself and go beyond and actually to be unlike a lot of people out there. A lot of people don't think and don't question. They're looking for answers to their own self-made problems rather than dealing with how do I deconstruct how I got myself here? There's a logic at play. You have the problems that are consistent with the logic you have most people are trying to solve the problems. I'm interested in the fucking logic. Like you should be. Question. But most of all, question yourself. All right, we're going to take a quick break. As usual, when we come back after this break, we're going to take our question from the nation, uh, which is a fucking great question this week. I might add, they're always great questions. You guys are fucking amazing. But anyway, if you want to participate in a future show, Text or call me because we got a hotline. You can leave me a voicemail or you can text me at this number, 646-450-3203. You can email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com or you can go to the website, unfucknation.com and there's a little form. You can fill that out. We get them too. All right, we'll be back in a minute.
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. This week's question that comes from the nation is from someone who would rather remain anonymous. And this actually came at me through Instagram, which is, you know, I sometimes get questions through Instagram, but most of them come in through the hotline or email or through the website. But anyway, and again, this person requested that they remain anonymous. So they asked... Just following on from your recent post on Instagram, it would be great to hear your views on holding on versus letting go, especially in relationships and with yourself. That is how you are versus who you want to be. Sometimes I feel like I'm holding on because I want them, but then other times I wonder why, because I'm not getting anything back from them. I feel the exact same with myself in life holding on to the life I've got, even though I want more. Holding on because I'm scared, holding on because maybe they'll do better, even though there's damage being done, it would be great to get some clarity. All right, so this is a question that I'm going to answer it in a really broad way. And because I want everybody to kind of hear themselves in it, right? Basically, the first 20 or 25 years of your life are, and whether you realize this or not, I don't fucking care. First 20 or 25 years of life, you are designing the you that you'll need to be to survive the world that you've decided as the world. So the first 20 or 25 years of your life is you designing the you that you think you'll need to be to survive in a world that you say is the world, okay? So your persona, your personality, whatever the fuck you want to call all of that, believe it or not, you put that together. And you did it over time. And you did it at various points of your early life because becoming that, whatever that might be in that time, was a good move for you. It was to overcome some trauma, or some incident or series of incidents. The you that you've become is a put together you to get you through life. The problem with that you is that as you go into your 20s, it seems to be relatively effective. Like you're actually getting somewhere. Then you get into your 30s, sometimes your 40s, and you start to question it. Why? Because the kind of early ground that you were taking is slowing down. Like you're not getting anywhere. Certainly not getting anywhere in the way that you used to. So that's when people call that midlife crisis. I call that the bankruptcy of self. This person who sent me the message 
you're still checking in with that version of yourself to see what you should do. The version of you that you don't want to be is currently guiding you. But I've got a surprise for you and for everybody listening. The version of you that you've become is only interested in perpetuating itself. It's only interested in life being familiar to that you. It's not interested in new. It's not interested in risky. It's not interested in a transformation. It's constantly providing you with little tidbits of information so that you stay the same. Why would it do such a thing? Because that you and you, for your brain, there's no difference. For your brain, it's all just a fucking same. So you have the feelings that that you would have. Of course you would fucking doubt yourself. Of course you would keep going back to the old. That's how that's supposed to go. That's why reinventing yourself is way more risky than anybody gives it credit for. I mean, it's totally worthwhile. It's fucking radical. But you actually need to start taking actions that conflict with, quote unquote, your gut. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But all of that is designed to keep you cocooned in the persona you have and the life you have or some version of the life you currently have. That's why when people say, I want to make more money and da, da, da. To do what? To keep being you? To keep living some other version of the same bullshit? This is why when people say, oh, you know, money will solve all my problems. They will, but not the ultimate problem. And that'll be the one that fucking takes your legs away. What's the ultimate problem, Mr. Scottish man? You. The problem of you being you. With all your hang-ups and your hooks and your triggers and your weaknesses, and your da-da-da, and your la-la-la, and your fucking whatever. You are myopically, robotically, auto-fucking-matically living in a hamster wheel. That desire to question yourself, second-guess yourself, I would say, actually, more than question, that's just so that you'll turn back. And then even when you do jump in there and do something new, and you're hit by the chaos of that, yeah, you'll shit your fucking pants. Oh, I shouldn't have done it. It's too much. It's too, too, too. No, that's the time to explore and express. So, in other words, you're actually not wired for a new future until you start interrupting all of that internal noise that keeps pulling you back and pulling you back and pulling you back. Why does it pull you back? Because it's safe. Yeah, but Gary, it's bullshit. Why does it keep calling me? It doesn't matter if it's bullshit. It doesn't matter if it's a terrible life. It's the one you know. And for your fucking brain, that your brain would rather have that than the unknown. Simples. Fucking simples. You're not wired for the kind of change that you can dream up. You need to rewire yourself. You need to fucking reconfigure yourself. And that just takes commitment. Just a commitment to keep reaching when every feeling you have is screaming, 
It's too much. We can't do it. And what about this? And what about that? To keep reaching. I want you to know I deal with the same things. And I'm not going to say I struggle with them because I fucking don't. I don't struggle with them. I know what that is. I know that my brain wants me to see people in a certain way. I know my brain wants to prove that I should be independent and striving ahead my own and that I don't need people and blah, 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 blah. Why? Because people are fucking self-interested anyway. So why should I? And then I realize, like, hold on a minute. I'm not committed to that shit. I'm committed to being somebody else. I just fucking did it recently. I reached out to somebody who'd been a fucking asshole with me. And I want you to get a fucking asshole. And then when I reached out, do you know what they did? They were a fucking asshole again. Do you know what I did? I was fucking great with them. And not in a conceited, like, I'll show you. I mean, like, genuinely great with them. Why? Because that's who I'm committed to being. Was there fucking all sorts of alarm bells going off in my head? Yeah. Was there a desire to defend myself? And la, la, la. Yeah. Did I do that? No. Why? That's not who I am. That's all fucking automatic, survivally bullshit. So if you want to live a life of your dreams, if you want to live a life of your potential, of reaching for new things, you'll need to know that you're wired for old things. And those old things will take a fucking stand, man. They'll dig in. And they'll seem so real and viable. But that's when you got to keep reminding you of the life you're out to live. The life you're out to live. The life you're out to live, by the way, might not all be fucking sweetness and joy and butterflies and roses, and, but it is the one you're out to live. And you'll get to live that because you consciously chose it. Because it's the one you created. Is it the right one? Who fucking cares? It's your creation. You get to live it. And you get to explore it on your own terms. And you get to be that person. What person? The person you say you are. And that, my friends, is what makes you a member of Unfuck Nation. You're not driven by your automatic thoughts and feelings. You're able to see those for what they are. I keep saying this, by the way. If you read my books and you listen to the podcast and you step out there in life to live in the kind of way that I'm talking, you're a fucking baller. You are a fucking baller. I don't care what your friends might say. I don't care what you read in your favorite magazine or on television. You are a fucking baller. It takes something to be extraordinary. It takes something to not do what everybody else would do. It takes something. So hats off to you, ballers. And thank you for being a member of the nation. And thank you for being willing to go beyond your primary considerations. Thank you for reaching for extraordinary. Because reaching for extraordinary, that's fucking extraordinary. What do I mean by that? Not ordinary. It's extraordinary. And to me, if you're not going to reach out to live an extraordinary life, then what are you fucking doing? What are you doing? Watching Netflix and scratching your fucking ass. No, you got to go for it. You got to go for it. The clock is ticking, my friend. Tick fucking talk. You got to go for it. And your future self 
We'll thank you later. All right, you guys, that's it for this week's show. Have a freaking great one, and I'll see you on the flip side. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.